Hello there ladies and gentlemen and welcome to another episode of Cookie Cast. Today on Cookie Cast it's the Darkest Timeline podcast. Uh, so you know how it goes now, there'll be something from the week, there'll be movies, TV and games if I've been doing those things in the last week. Uh, so yeah, um, if you haven't checked out our YouTube channel yet, have a look, jump over there. Um, for these podcasts, there's often a picture that goes with what we're talking about, so uh, something to look at. But there are a lot of video podcasts that we do, uh, so yeah, check us out over on YouTube. Uh, yeah, cool. So here we go, this is CookieCast, the Darkest Timeline Podcast. Right then, ooh, let's get, uh, I'm just going to move that wire, because that looks very precarious. That is a disaster waiting to happen, ladies and gentlemen. Very much like this podcast, it's a disaster waiting to happen. Hello, it's me, it's Cookie, Darkstown Podcast, you know this, I know this, don't know why I need to cover it. Uh, a little bit, of, a little bit of uh, you know. It is not Monday today. It is Tuesday. Um, it is not Monday. Uh, the reason it's Tuesday and not Monday, and all of this makes no difference. But you know, I like to keep you guys informed. Um, as you know, at Cookie Cast, we like to try new things, bring new content, up-to-date content, current content. Um, Because of that, um, yesterday, rather than recording the Darkest Timeline podcast, recorded a brand new podcast with a brand new co-host. That's not strictly true. Um, I did a podcast with somebody I've done a podcast with before, just a couple, but... uh, I think the, uh, they've, they've dipped their toe in the pool of podcast and the water is warm. So uh, they have come back for more and more frequently. So fingers crossed that by the time you hear this, that one not only will have been out, but hopefully will have been more. And I ha- am hoping that they are doing very well as... Uh, as some of the podcasts do. Um, I am tired. Um, Settling into the new routine. And by settling in, I mean the routine is happening. I am just currently along for the ride. Um... I am, I am tired. Uh, I work on the reservoir at this point in time. Caffeine has zero effect on me. Um, I went to bed early last night. Ultimately, what that means is I did everything that I needed to do, but nothing I wanted to do. Um, I played no games, no VR. I didn't even read before going to bed. I literally got in from being out and got into bed and went to sleep. Uh, That 
subsequently made me feel better this morning and better through the majority of the day but by the afternoon i was flagging um i've got a list of stuff to talk about not a lot of certain things more of other stuff uh this this isn't this wasn't on the list but it's just how i'm feeling at the moment um something that i've been toying with for the last couple of days is that to be able to do the stuff that I want to do, the stuff that I need to do, the the lifestyle that, that, you know, so that I can bring you the podcast gold that you have come to expect as an avid listener, I am starting to come to terms with the fact that I think I'm going to have to let something go. Um... I have lived my life working on the principle that there's 24 hours in the day and if you do more of some things and less of others, you can you can fit everything in. And for a long time, the more was all the stuff that I wanted to do and the less was sleep. I was quite happy to sacrifice sleep to be able to do more. Um, but it's not it's not working anymore um there's there's more to do there's more going on um it's you know it's a new year and it's not i'm not i'm not like oh i'm blaming it on the podcast it's not but the podcast is moving forward trying new stuff trying to um start 2020 with a bang um there's a possibility that i've got another not new but revamped podcast coming later this week um so if you think like that's two new ones in a week um hopefully get the the regulars going you know straight into 2020 so it's not the podcast it's you know i've got work for eight or nine hours a day i've got um you know parent duties um you know i've got to go to the gym um there's x number of things that have to be done um and i think it's coming to a sort of time of a realization that there are things that don't have to be done and those things might have to go um at this point in time i realize i'm rambling i'm not really sort of being clear on what those things are but there's that part of me that just wants to hang on to stuff and try and find a way to do to do it all um so i will endeavor to do that um and we'll just have to see we'll just have to see Right, I've tried to pause and restart the recording there. Um, that is the uh, the joy of putting a baby to bed before bedtime. So we'll see how that goes. That means I've got some uh, some editing to do there. 
Right, let's have a look at our list. Now then, what I will say is, um, I've been talking to a few people about this recently. Um, I had this huge backlog of films, um, which over the sort of the week around in between Christmas and New Year and between then and going back to work, I had to work my way through all of those films. Um, if you think back to the podcast just after New Year, my film review section was massive. Um, subsequently, what that means is that A, I don't have any films in, in the backlog to work through, and B, uh, I, I feel like I've blown a bit of a gasket film-wise. I just don't feel in the mood for watching um, watching films at the moment. I suppose that's partially because I don't feel I've got anything pressing that needs to be watched and just just not in the mood um so i'm gonna start off the list by talking about a game which obviously normally i would talk about games later on um but i'll talk about basically the effect of the game in question um, so I got for the VR a game called Thrill of the Fight, which is a boxing game. Um, I wasn't I wasn't overly looking for a boxing game. Um, you know, I think everybody at some point in time will have played Wii Boxing um, and enjoyed it for what it was. However with the we in general I think everything that sort of came along people realised that you could do it all by sitting on the sofa and moving your wrist um, which was kind of downfall for the Wii whereas previously people had been running around their living rooms and uh, swinging uh, tennis rackets and things it was sit on sit on your ass and do very little um, so I wasn't particularly looking for a boxing game um, I think my fear is that I'm going to be playing it and end up punching someone or something um, I'd recently seen a video of somebody playing a boxing game on the PlayStation VR and um, like knocking their opponent down and then sort of going over to finish them off and punching the TV and smashing the TV um, something that I wouldn't want to do. However, uh, the thing about Thrill of the Fight for the VR is that it's been said that it is the highest rated game ever. Uh, for a long time, there was a point where it had a thousand reviews and a perfect rated out five stars it had 5.0 the highest rating that it can have and people like it that is never heard of you know to have a game that's perfectly rated it's recently dropped to 4.9 but let's face it that's you know 12 1500 reviews somebody was bound to go oh i didn't like it for this um the other thing was i think it was eight pounds um, so I was like, man, that game's really well reviewed, and it's eight quid. 
but it's not the sort of game I'm looking for. So I'm not rushing out to spend eight pounds on it. It went into the VR Christmas sale and it was like five quid or something. And it's like, you can't turn that down. So as part of the VR sale buying uh, Christmas time stuff, um, I got Thrill of the Fight for the Oculus. There was um, something that I didn't write down, but something I wanted to discuss was I bought this accessory pack for the Oculus. Um, there was various things in it that I wanted. Um, and it's been a bit of a... So I wanted these like straps that you put on the back of the controllers so you don't have to use the wrist straps that it comes with. Um, there'd been a review saying that you struggle to press the home buttons and stuff. Um, I found that was the case. So I, I took those off, put these rubber grips on. I think I might have talked about this. Um, and got a silicon face plate, which makes playing VR super hot. Uh, the sweat literally drips down your face, even when you're playing stuff that doesn't require a lot of movement. Um, so I was using that to play this VR boxing game. The the uh, the visor just steamed up immediately. The sweat was pouring down my face, so I didn't really play it. Uh, had a couple of goes, didn't didn't do much. A couple of days later, I was like, I really want to have a go on that boxing game again, but I'm gonna um, I'm gonna take the silicon faceplate off, which allowed me to play for longer. Um, I had various fights against various different characters, um, and I played for quite a while. Played to the point that it actually made me feel sick. And this was at seven o'clock in the evening. By the time I went out to the gym at half 10 that evening, I still felt sick. Um, and it was like, wow, you know, really, really had sort of that effect. Um, obviously it's one of those things. Boxing's very high, highly regarded for like weight loss, um, for keeping fit, for all that sort of stuff, endurance and stamina and stuff like that. Um, and for a good few days after playing that game, I was in agony. Like muscles that I didn't know existed hurt. My arms ached. And I was having a conversation with Tom saying, oh, I don't know, you know, I've been in the gym a lot. But there was also that boxing game. I was like, oh, I was, I was fighting against this guy that was like taller than me, so I had to like punch up. And I was sort of demonstrating. And as I did it, I was like, oh, that's why everything hurts. Um, so I was just, I, my body was in bits from playing this boxing game. Um, in, in a lot of ways, it's a great sort of, um, like a great workout you get a real, uh, and I mean a real sweat going. Um, you're moving your body in a certain way, you're you know, doing punching and, and trying to like 
you've got to cover yourself from their attacks work you know work the body work the face try and knock them out sort of thing um and i found it really good i I haven't played it since because i've not been able to um but uh it's certainly something i'll go back to but i'm not reviewing the game i'll come on to uh talk about the game again in a bit uh more in the in the in the game reviews what i was talking about was how it had affected my body um so yeah that that was that was that um i was gonna talk about um music which not overly something that i do on this podcast i talk about gigs um i imagine by now you guys have got an idea of the sort of music that i'm into because of the gigs that i go to and i generally do review them or me and other people review gigs that we've been to excuse me um but i don't often talk about music i don't think um had a conversation on the on another podcast about the fact that um my musical taste is very firmly stuck in the uh, in the 90s and the noughties um which causes the issue that i've got now i've never got anything new to listen to all of my music comes from what is now 30 years ago um so it it's difficult to find you know the the bands i listen to you know you might get one or two albums a year to listen to um the bands i listen to don't always release great albums these days um machine had have been incredibly hit and miss for the last couple of albums uh having said that the the wild arts their latest album and uh, the EP um, are exceptional. So, you know, swings around about sort of thing. Um, but yeah, I've been in this real music funk. Um, sort of going through, I have music on my phone. Um, I would say I don't use like the streaming services, but recently I got a really good offer on amazon music um so i was like yeah i'll have like three months for 99p yeah that sounds great and i've uh, i've downloaded all this music haven't listened to any of it because it's in amazon music rather than being in the music section of my phone um that probably sounds strange but just that just is what it is um I should listen to some of it. I think there's a way that you can, because I've done it before, you can like download the albums. Um, essentially, like download them to your computer, and then I'd be able to put them into my music. So I might just do that. Uh, I downloaded loads of random stuff. You know, when it's free, you feel like you can download stuff that you might not necessarily listen to. Um, but for me, I just go and download the stuff that I want to listen to. Um, which is all all the old stuff that I used to listen to um, but yeah this real this real music funk uh, just cannot find 
anything that I really want to listen to at the moment. Um, which is one of those, you know, when I'm when I'm at work, when I'm in the gym, when I'm um, at home a lot of the time, I will generally listen to podcasts. That's not to say that I don't listen to music. When I'm driving, I don't listen to podcasts, I listen to music. Uh, when I'm... Um, like at meal times and stuff, if I sat around the dining table, music. Uh, so I do, I, you know, I do listen to music. It's just, um, just this musical funk that I'm in at the moment. Um, and part of me is a bit like, maybe I need something new. Maybe I need a new genre. Um, but I, I don't often have good results with things like that. Um, and I've had this before, and it passes. I get it with all sorts of things. Like I said, I'm not in the mood to to watch watch film at the moment. I know that will pass. Um, I've had a bit of a, a lull in game playing. I know that will pass. Um, it's that sort of that sort of stuff. The you know, I know this funk will pass, and I'll go back to listening to music and stuff. Um, it just it's just the way things are at the moment. Um, so yeah, music, funk. Um, speaking of podcasts, um, listened to a podcast the other day and something really strange struck me listening to this podcast. Um, it was Mark Maron, WTF, uh, and his guest was John Goodman. I am a huge John Goodman fan. Big fan of John Goodman. Literally, if he's in something, I'm going to give it a chance. Um, uh, John Goodman is in one of my favourite films. Um, I've essentially followed his career since, you know, Roseanne days sort of thing. Um, thoroughly enjoy him as an actor. Um I always, it always sort of, I always feel like he's probably quite a nice guy. Um, certainly came across as quite, quite a nice guy on the, on this podcast. Um, one of those things though, where he was talking about, you know, th things where he's like, did I know that? Or is that new? Is that, is that information that I didn't know? But talking about the fact that he was, he was an alcoholic for a long time. Um, that I, I didn't really realize. Um, but as the actor that he is, having the roles that he has had, it's it was his perception of himself. And he couldn't understand why people would want to talk to him, like in a podcast sense, or like or interview him or things like that. Because he didn't feel that he'd really done anything. He didn't feel like he'd really achieved anything. And it was like Wow. Hey, somebody who has got, you know, for the phrase, the acting chops that he has, to then also have that opinion of himself was just mind-blowing. I was just like, well, you know, he's this guy, he's been in all these amazing films, he's had this illustrious career, um, he's a top-notch actor, he's done comedy he's done serious roles um as various things that would be considered to be in some ways action films i'm talking like sort of 
Kong, Skull Island sort of stuff. But then his opinion of himself was that he didn't feel he had any, you know, anything to talk about. He didn't feel that he was very interested. He didn't feel that he couldn't understand why people would want to interview him. And it was like, wow. You know, I suppose, I suppose the way I looked at that was even big name actors feel inadequate. Is that the right way of putting it? It's. It, that, I mean that that is just bonkers to me. Um, but then you know it's that thing. You know, they're, they're only human, and you know we we all have similar feelings. You know we all feel angry and sad and upset and happy and you know, so. Why wouldn't somebody who is hugely successful still feel like they haven't achieved anything? But it was, it honestly, it was mind blowing to hear somebody that I that I've sort of followed their career and thoroughly enjoy their work to come out with that. It was like, wow, that's crazy. Um. I would thoroughly recommend giving that podcast a listen. Like I say, it was Mark Maron's WTF, and he had George Gunnberg on, and thoroughly enjoyable uh, listening to him talk. You know, the way Mark Maron does his podcast is it's a lot about talk about your life, tell me where you started, how you moved through life, and how you got to where you are now. Um, so, a thoroughly enjoyable podcast. Um... Right, let's have a look here. Oh, jeez. So, Christmas came and went. And with it, toys. Um, three girls. Um, it was very much a, what do you want for Christmas? Don't know. Fantastic, that's a massive help. Um, there's that part of me that really looks forward to the time when they start wanting things and asking for things like I want this for Christmas because then at least I will know what it is they want for Christmas um, so it's like cool that doesn't help me in any way shape or form and obviously you go with what you know um, this child likes this that child likes that this child seems to like this Let's buy those things. Um, and, you know, you get, you get hits and misses, I suppose. Um, so, for my eldest, my eldest uh, it was like, right, we'll get this, we'll get that and the other. Got all of these things, very sort of... Um, kind of crafty, creaty sort of things, make this, do that. Um, so the other day, it's like, right, what do you want to do? I want to play. What do you want to play? I want to play with some of my new stuff. Okay, that's perfectly fine. That's that's fantastic because you've still got stuff that's in boxes that you've not looked at yet. So let's get get some stuff, take it downstairs, and let's let's look through some stuff. So there's three items that you brought downstairs. Number one, make your own glitter lamp. So that's like 
as you might expect, a lava lamp, but instead of lava, glitter. So that was a hell of a lot more elaborate than I thought that it was going to be. At the point that I was boiling water, I was like, this isn't what I thought I was signing up for. The instructions were like four A4 sheets of paper. Uh, there was a massive amount of involvement in that. Uh, and there was like, you decorate the the base of it and stuff. Look at all this. You need to put batteries in it. Uh, put batteries in. And the way it works is uh, there's like a magnet element involved. Like the base has got a magnet and the, uh, the, the tube has got like a plastic thing in. And then when you clip, put the two together, the plastic thing zips to the magnet. And that's like the thing that spins around to make the... The spinning effect uh, in the base there's lights that change color so then the whole thing lights up different colors you put the the glitter in the tube you put uh, distilled salt water in seal the whole thing up switch it on and then glitter spins around in different colors so that was actually super cool uh, really elaborate really elaborate sort of instructions and stuff um but we got there and we made it and it was cool um and that went over well so there's two other items one was a make your own sticker machine now this was one of those that i was like that's a super cool thing make your own stickers um kids love stickers uh i you know I've been in situations where it's like, here's a sheet of stickers, go nuts. And that'll keep them occupied for X amount of time. Kids love stickers. This is make your own stickers. Couldn't be much better if you tried. The other item. See, this is why I write things down. Blow pens. Everything I've ever seen about blow pens is that the blow pen is a certain thing. It's like a felt pen, but it has the ability for you to be able to blow through it to get the ink to go onto the paper. And then you use various different techniques to make various different patterns and pictures and stuff. Blow pens, cool. So, make your own stickers. Comes with a machine and some instructions and all the bits you need. And it took so long to put this machine together. It was so elaborate. It required so many pieces. And as you'd expect with something that has a lot of pieces and a lot of sort of instructions and stuff, the instructions are not clear in any way, shape or form but I managed to put it all together and it works on the principle that the, that you put like what you want to be a, the sticker in the middle and you've got the sticky back bit that makes the, the actual sticker but it also kind of it like it laminates it so you make a laminate with a sticky back and a bit and you got a picture and then you take the sticky back off you stick it on something you've made your own sticker one of the instructions is run it through the machine cut off the bit, cut out your sticker, 
stick it on something. So I'm like, you know, there with the scissors and I'm like going around the shape and I think it was a butterfly and I went around the shape and I got all the way around and I made the last bit of the cut and the sticky back bit fell off. And I'm like, well, how the freaking hell does this work then? Um, part of the instructions, before all this, part of the instructions was put your sticker in here. I'm like, cool. Now turn the, turn the thing to make it go through the machine. Well, that's not going to work because the sticker's not in the right place. It was a multitude of elaborate instructions that didn't, you know, you had to make the rest up because the instructions didn't, didn't work. And then at the end of it, I made a sticker that when I cut round it, the sticker fell off. So ultimately what you're, what you're able to have is square stickers. Um, which it, it, it's fine. Um, I thought it was a thing. Well, whatever. So by this point, I'm like, why is it? Why does it need to be like this? Why does it have to be this difficult? Why can't they just say stick the thing in there, put the thing in there, and make your sticker? Why do we need this piece? This piece doesn't do anything. Doesn't do anything. So why is it needed? You could have had that there and put that there and then just put the sticker straight on it and right all of that so i was like children's toys man where did it all go wrong so we've done the glitter lamp big win we've done the sticker machine okay big complaint from me it came with two sheets of stickers that are a4 but some of the stickers are like the size of I don't know. I was going to say a box of matches, but I don't know. Do people know what boxes of matches look like these days? About the size of a box of matches. So if you think how many boxes of matches you'd get on an A4 sheet of paper, you know, you're going to make about 30 stickers and that, that that's that. That's the end of that. Um, anyway, that was that. So, it's like, okay, we did that. We did that. Let's have a look at the blow pens. So, we get everything out kind of cool part of the box you flip it over and you put all your pens in because it's got holes in and it's you know it's like a little workstation i was like that's cool and it comes with paper and it comes with stencils and you got to pop all the bits out of the stencils which did and then you put the stencil on top of the paper duh uh, and then you've got a multitude of felt tip pens in all kinds of different colors and a thing to put the felt tip pen in and a pump like a little hand pump like a sort of thing so i'm looking and i'm like right have i put this together right yes one of those didn't come with any instructions the instructions were on the box so we've gone from super elaborate to blow pens in four easy steps so i got the thing i got a piece i tested a piece of paper and i was like okay well that didn't do anything is the pen incorrectly yes no, that didn't do anything. Nothing's happened. Okay. In this day and age, in any situation like this, go to YouTube. Somebody will have been through this. So, let's have a look on YouTube. Went on to YouTube, multitude of times I've put it in. The, the make and the model and the type and all that and every 
single video that it brought up. This is these are videos from the manufacturer. Every single one of them had a different type of blow pen. Had blow pens that you blew through the pen and the ink went onto the paper. Super easy. This was not that. This had a pump. So we took the pump off and blew super hard through the hole where the pump would be and ink came out. And all I could say at this point was, well, a child isn't going to be able to do that because it's taken an adult breath, adult sized lungs, super breathing super hard to get a little bit of ink out. A child's not going to be able to do that. And apparently we're supposed to use this tiny little pump that doesn't do anything. By this point, I was, I was just, why, you know, very much why do things need to be so difficult? Why would you buy an item that doesn't essentially work? Why would you sell an item that doesn't work? Why would you sell an item that you have obviously previously sold in a different way that did work? All of this. And my daughter's like, she had a quick go. She was like, all right, that's how it works. I don't want to do this anymore. It's like, cool. Let's just put it away, shall we? I Baffling. Why? <sighs> Honestly. You know, I think next Christmas I'm going to buy, like, a stick. Um... You know, I would just go over to the park and collect a load of sticks up and be like, you know, Merry Christmas, here's a stick. Because, you know, sticks are fun. And apparently toys aren't. <sighs> anyway. Right. Um, I had my uh, screen time notification. Um, I don't know why I've decided that this is a thing that I need to update you on. But it is, and I'm going to. Uh, I had my screen time notification, which told me that I, my screen time was down 23% this week. Um, obviously, that's an additional drop. That was a drop from last week, so presumably it's gone down quite a bit. Um, I am finding that there are times that it is a lot easier to not be on my phone. Um... I've got this game that I'm that I play a little bit, um, but I've I, I'm sort of using various techniques to try and find ways that I don't need to use my phone um, for things that aren't constructive. Uh, I'll look stuff up on the internet. Um, the although I say that the internet in my house at this point in time is that bad. That I, that I can't look stuff up on the internet. So there are times where I'm like, I just won't bother. Um, but hopefully the new internet will sort that out. Uh, so yeah, it, uh, last week it, it felt quite liberating at the times that I would go, oh, I'll just check something on, I'll just look on my phone, I'll just go on you know, Instagram or, or Facebook or whatever. My Facebook usage has gone right down. Um... I went on Facebook the other day and I was like, this is the first time I've been on Facebook in like two or three days. 
Um, I'm making a concerted effort to not use the phone. Um, other than like, like say, you know, if I'm at work, I'm listening to podcasts pretty much nonstop. Um, I don't see that there's a problem with that. Um, I'm also using it for reading at times that I'm, that I have, uh, time to read. Um, but any improvement is an improvement. So, so there, yeah. Uh, speaking of podcasts, I've been working my way through, um, my backlog, feel that I'm getting more up to date, more manageable. Um, so I went through all of the Bill Burr stuff. I went through all of the Mark Maron stuff. Um, those were the two that I have the biggest backlogs logs on and that's how I work it. I work through the biggest backlog. So if I've got one that's got, you know, 10 in the backlog, then I'll work through that. Uh, and then I'll just go to the next one down. Um, so I worked through all the Bill Burrs and all the Matt Marons. Which then when I went through who's got the most next, it was your mum's house. Now, I know I've spoken about this before. I know that you guys know my opinion of your mum's house podcast. Um, but recently I've actually started getting really concerned because like like we know, I listen to podcasts at work. I listen to podcasts in the gym. And I suddenly had a realization of what do other people see? Where I sit at work, I sit on the end of a row. The rest of my row is essentially another team. It's a different team. It's, um, they are just, they just sit there. They're, some of them are people I know, but the people that I know are further down the row. Um, and I sort of say hi when I see them. Uh, the guy that I sit next to, um, I don't overly know and almost never speak to. Um, so I, one day I'm sat at work, I'm listening to your mum's house and I am laughing my ass off as is my tendency to do when listening to certain podcasts. And all of a sudden I was like, hang on a minute, what's this guy sitting next to me thinking? You know, is he sitting there like, oh my God, you know, I'm sitting next to a crazy man. He's just sitting there laughing at his desk. I was in the gym uh, a couple of days and, you know, it's January. So there are people actually in the gym, even at 11 o'clock at night. Um, and again, I'm like, I was sat on a bench waiting, not waiting, I was sat on a bench, just getting ready to do some, uh, some bench press and I'm sat laughing. And again, I'm like, what do the other people in here think is going on? Are they like, this guy's a freaking psycho. He's coming to work out and he's laughing about it. But on the other hand, are these people like, is he laughing at me? Does he think this is funny? Well, what's funny? Why is he laughing? Oh, well, he's just sitting there laughing. Do they know that I, what I'm laughing at is what I'm listening to? You know, what does it look like from an outside perspective? Some crazy bloke sitting somewhere laughing his ass off at nothing. Um, 
so yeah, I had this sudden realization. Um, I'm not going to go over your mum's house for for the fiftieth time again. It's a very enjoyable podcast. It's super. It, it's super gross, but I think it's the gross aspect of a married couple. Um, you know, Tom Segoy does a joke about when you get married, the 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 facade of a relationship sort of disappears. Um, you don't have to hide anything anymore. You can just relax and be more natural. Um, and I think when a relationship relaxes and becomes more natural, it it just becomes more disgusting. <laughs> you 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 stop not talking about stuff. Um, I was actually listening to a your mum's house where they were talking to um, a guy called Brendan Schraub, and uh, like they were like uh, asking him if he did does sort certain bodily functions in front of his girlfriend he's like nah man nah I keep it sexy and uh, obviously they don't subscribe to the same <laughs> the same thing um, it, it's hilarious because it's uh, a lot of the time it's hilarious because it's disgusting but it's be, disgusting because it's just supernatural not supernatural like super natural um so yeah, uh, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, I thoroughly enjoy it. Obviously, um, Tom Segoia is a comedian I thoroughly enjoy anyway. Uh, the stuff that I've seen of Christina P's stand-up is enjoyable. Um, I've watched her special, which is, is it Mother Inferior. I've watched that a couple of times. I've enjoyed it both times. Um, so yeah, uh, what I will say is your mum's house... Um, Mark Maron, Joe Rogan, podcasts like that. I don't subscribe to them. I download the episodes of the people that I want to listen to. If Joe Rogan's talking to somebody that I'm interested in, I will download it. Mark Maron, download it. If it, if they are talking to somebody that I don't particularly want to listen to, I won't download it. Which is why I don't subscribe. That I have I have downloaded things before where I'm like, I'll give that a listen. And I've been pleasantly surprised. Um, I did a review of the of the Joe Rogan Doctor Phil podcast, which is hands down one of the best podcasts I've ever listened to. Um, so you know, it's always nice to move outside your comfort box. But um, there are podcasts I subscribe to, and the podcasts that I download episodes of. My suggestion would be if you're a podcast listener and you fancy something that could could potentially be funny. Go to your mum's house, go through the list, see if there's a name a, a, a name of a guest you recognise of somebody you might like and download that one and go from there. That's how I did it. Um, your mum's house is one that I'm late to the party on. I was aware of it for a long time, never listened to it. Um, and then when I started getting into Bert Kreischer's stuff, saw that he'd done a Your Mum's House. Downloaded that one, listened to it, died laughing, and went from there. Um, so yeah, that is, once again, I actually put on my list Your Mum's House again. Uh, once again, that is me talking about Your Mum's House. Right, let's get into the juice. Speaking of which, um, no energy drinks today because I've already had two. Got a new coffee cup at work. It allows me to put um, 
what is it, an Americano with an extra shot. Yeah, it lets me put two of those in one cup. Uh, like I say, coffee has no effect anymore. Um, watched a couple of bits of bits and pieces. Uh, so, something that I sort of really wanted to talk about. Uh, I haven't watched any films, but I watched a TV show that I thoroughly enjoyed. Um, it was six episodes. I thoroughly enjoyed it, and I have a lot to say about it. So, I'm like, well, let's just talk about this. Uh, the TV show I watched is Kevin Hart. Let me get the name right, because I think... Kevin Hart, Don't Fuck This Up on Netflix. I'm a, I'm a Kevin Hart fan. Uh, more of his stand-up comedy and less of his acting. Um, I can't really tell you a comedy film off the top of my head that I've seen him in. He had a cameo in Hobbs and Shaw. He was very good in that. Uh, and I obviously he's done like the Jumanji films. I have no interest in those. A film he did do that I was really interested to see that I haven't seen yet it was a film called The Upside, which had him, Brian Cranston and Nicole Kidman. Um, looked looked uh, like, a, like a nice little movie. Haven't seen it yet though. Um, Kevin Hart Don't Fuck This Up is a six episode half hour episode documentary style about a certain point in Kevin Hart's life it starts with him being announced that he's going to do the Oscars anybody that knows anything about that knows that shortly after he was announced that he was doing the Oscars there was this discovery that he'd put out a load of homophobic tweets 10 years prior to that. And then there was all the backlash. Immediately jumps back in time six months and goes through a series of things that happened in the six months run up to the Oscars stuff. Then I think there's like an episode or a couple of episodes after like the all the Oscars stuff. And that's kind of where it where it ends. Um, in the program Kevin Hart says that he wants to be a billionaire and he wants to be a mogul and he wants to be all of these things but the I believe the point of the show is that you can be super driven it made me tired watching him he never stops he's up at a ridiculous time of the morning to go and work out he goes to bed early you know he is always on the move. He's always doing something. He's the highest grossing stand-up comedian in the world. He plays arenas. He plays football fields. He plays these massive, massive shows. Um, I've seen, to my knowledge, I've seen all of his stand-up. Um, they are thoroughly enjoyable. However, in his stand-up, and certainly his more recent ones, he's often been addressing stuff about his life, stuff that's been in the news, when he got divorced, and so on and so forth. So there are various points in the show where he, you realise that what you start out thinking about the show is that he, it's like, oh, you know, if you want to be famous, don't mess it up. You know, don't fuck it up. If you want to be famous, if you want to be rich, if you want to be, you know, a billionaire and a mogul and all that, don't fuck it up. As you 
watch it as you get so far through it, what you actually realize is that this is a guy who is literally his own worst enemy. He's a guy who has the, the possibility of becoming a billionaire, of becoming this mogul that he wants to be, being super productive, being in a position where he can take care of all these people and being the this celebrity. And every time he gets anywhere, he somehow manages to fuck it up. And that's kind of refreshing to see. In a lot of ways, the way that he was in the show, it reminded me of Dwayne Johnson. Um, like how driven he is and how he's up early and he's and he's working out and then he's always on the phone and he's always on the move and he's going from one thing to the next to the next to the next. And I can't tell you that I believe that The Rock is perfect. Um, I just think you probably don't hear as much of his fuck-ups for whatever reason. Um, I, I imagine that he does a lot of good stuff you see a lot of good stuff but i also think that that's you know publicity um and publicity works in in various different ways it works in the sense that you could hide things that you don't want people to know um kevin hart doesn't seem to I don't know, it doesn't seem to have that same thing. He seems to fuck up on these monumental scales. And it's all in the news. Um, and then he addresses these things, and it sort of dies down, and it goes quiet a bit, and he then has something big happen. Um, you know, he signs big deals, and he signs big movie deals, and all this, that, yeah. And then inevitably, another fuck-up comes along. And it's refreshing to see that these people who are portrayed as being, in a lot of ways, perfect, aren't. They're just people that make mistakes. Like, everybody makes a mistake. We all make mistakes. And everybody's human. You know, some people are portrayed more superhuman than others. Um, and... Some people just have bad luck or whatever it is. Um, but yeah, he, he does seem to make a series of choices and decisions that do seem to go really badly. Um, obviously, the, the, this program covers up to a certain point. Didn't cover anything to do with the car crash and the the, the back surgery and all of that. Um it was a thoroughly enjoyable program, but I think it was thoroughly enjoyable just around the aspect that even people that you might look up to or um, enjoy their work or all of that sort of stuff, they're, they're not perfect. They're still just people. They're still fighting every day like, like we are, and they're still making mistakes like we are. Um, and that is often quite refreshing um, as I mentioned um, I have been in the gym I'm not going to talk about that, that yet because I usually talk about it at the end what it does mean is I have been having the opportunity to watch stuff 
However, I'm not watching anything current in any way, shape, or form. In the gym, I'm still watching Neon Genesis Evangelion. Um, there are, I've seen this series multiple times. Multiple times. In a lot of ways, it feels like I'm watching it for the first time. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's because I'm not watching it with any sound. So I'm really focusing on the words. If it's because I worked out recently that I may not, I, might, I may have never watched it with the subtitles and it seems to be telling an ever so slightly different story. I don't know. I watched an episode last night where there was parts I was like, I don't, I don't remember this, but I do remember it at the same time. Um, it's still, um, it's still early doors. It's still... A giant robot show. Um, teenagers piloting giant robots fighting giant monsters. It's still that. It hasn't gone uh, it hasn't gone all super weird yet. Um, it will do though. So uh, we've got that to look forward to. I think I will follow it through the way that I would um, that I would have done in the past. So I think once I finish the series I'll watch. Um, like the end of Evangelion, and then I think I'm going to move on to watching the the up to date movies, the movies that have come out more recently. Um, the the fourth and final one has got a release date. I think that comes out in March. Um, so depending on how the timescale works, it might be a case that I get to the point of watching the movies when the new one comes out. But we'll see. Um, it's just it's just been a really enjoyable experience. I'm trying to convince Sam that we should do a watch along podcast. Um, I'm not sure he's super convinced about it, uh, but I keep sort of chipping away, seeing if he'll uh, seeing if he'll agree to it. But like I say, I currently doesn't seem super convinced. Um, right, we'll talk games. Um, haven't played a lot of console games. Um, the only, up until yesterday, the only current console game I had, that's not strictly true, the only current console game I was playing was, was Greedfall. Um, problem with, the problem with Greedfall is it's RPG, the game is super super rpg um and as i've said to you before all that really actually means is that i skip every single conversation and barely know what's going on because of it it's just talking 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 about characters that you don't know and you don't really care about in situations that you've no idea how they've happened because you haven't listened to any of the conversations previously i enjoy the fight mechanic um it seems to be taking an actual ice age to level up and the game penalizes you extensively for not being certain levels of certain things i think that's designed around so that when you make the choice of where to put your like your progression points your xp points you really have to think about it like there was a point where I was like, oh, do I upgrade this or do I upgrade this? You know, do I upgrade lock picking, which means I can, you know, open things that I 
can't at the moment or do I upgrade science which means I can make potions um, you know which is going to benefit me more going forward um, and yeah you know you really have to think about how you upgrade your character I'm enjoying it um, when I first started playing it it was super rough around the edges um, but that's that's RPGs they're such vast games that they can't be as polished as as other games it's enjoyable um, I don't find if I'm honest I don't find myself rushing to put it on I find myself putting it on when I know I've got a, a good chunk of time it's not the sort of game you put on and play for half an hour half an hour in an RPG is literally pointless um, yesterday I went and picked up a new game um, there's a game that I've had had recommended to me um, I went back and looked up a load of reviews uh, because originally it was reviewed particularly poorly when I've gone back and looked at the reviews again it's reviewed quite well so I don't really know what happened then uh, and it's won a series of awards uh, and that is the game Days Gone um, I installed it yesterday evening haven't played it literally went from doing a podcast to um taking my podcast co-host which at this point in time i'm going to keep a little secret um i took them home and immediately went to the gym via tesco's for energy drinks i came home i went to bed this evening there will be this podcast recording and then there will be podcast coding and there is also the gym i honestly don't think i'm going to play this game for a good few days at this rate which might give you a clue of what uh, i was talking about earlier in the podcast anyway um as you guys know i'll play it i'll let you know what it's like um i'll keep playing greedfall it did feel very much like I needed a bit of a palate cleanser because I went from playing The Outer World, which was an RPG, to playing Greedfall, which was an RPG. Definitely felt like I needed a palate cleanser, which I am hoping Days Gone is going to be. As for VR, um, as I mentioned before, playing Th Thrill of the Fight. It's a boxing game. It's that simple. It's not that simple though because it's not just a boxing game it's a workout it's getting in the mindset of an actual boxer i'm not saying that playing the game makes you an actual boxer i'm saying if the guy's covering his midsection you want to be punching him in the face if the guy's covering his face you want to be punching him in the midsection there are times when you will need to punch straight forward like a jab there's times that you want a hook there's times when you want um like a, like a haymaker you would because you're trying to knock the guy out um, there are even times when you're in a position to get them with like an uppercut and stuff um, but it makes you think it's not just swing wildly until they're knocked out although there are times when you do need to swing a lot um, it's a game I want to get back to um, I am trying various stuff in the gym I do find that the two things don't massively go together too well so i need to be quite careful around 
that sort of stuff. I don't want to be in a position where I can't do one or the other, especially if that one of them is the gym. Um, I am playing another game on the VR. Um, this game, unfortunately for you at this point in time, is going to have to fall into the category of I am not going to review it because it feels very much like a game that could turn on me and you guys know the way I work around that. What I will say is the game is called Red Matter. It is one of those super high rated games. It always appears on uh, on must have lists for the Oculus. Um, I got it. It's a it's a puzzle game. Uh, you can you're in a you're in a spacesuit. You have like a grabby claw in your right hand, and you have um, in your left hand you have like a thing where you can change what it is. So you you can have a a computer screen that when you point at stuff it'll read text that's like kind of like in Russian. Uh, or you can have a grabby claw, or you can have a torch. I haven't found a use for the torch yet, which seems strange. Basically, it is a game where they want you to do certain things, and you do those by solving puzzles. Um, try and give you an example. Um, like like a pipe kind of puzzle. So you've got to like turn a valve and open other valves and, and get the pressure so it's in the green to open a thing, to flick a switch. And that switch then turns on the power to that section. And then you've got to go and set the pressure on like some water tubes and that sets the power for that section. And, you know, you do stuff like that to open another thing that opens another switch, which opens a door and you go through the door and that leads to a new section with a new puzzle and so on. You have to use the little display screen, like the computer thing that reads stuff so that you get, because all of the all of the information is in a different language. So you have to use that to read stuff. And that is part of the puzzle element. Uh, you know, often you'll be find, looking for press this button on this machine. So you have to know which button that is, but the button is in a different language. So far it's been, um, it is what it is. Me and puzzle games don't get on well. I'm not intelligent enough to play puzzle games. And I get very frustrated because I feel stupid. Because, well, I am stupid. Um, but I do like to try and work things out. Um, I've progressed so far. Um, there's a bit of a supernatural element. And that supernatural element often comes where like all the lights go out and then you'll see something it's a little bit scary you know stuff like that in vr is very you know it's a little bit um but that can be good and so far it's not been terrifying uh there's been a couple of moments where i've been a little bit like Ooh. um so yeah that is red matter on the oculus quest um which is what it is for now. If I finish it, I will give you a proper review. Um, that is that is that is basically that. Uh, so let's talk about the gym. Uh, new year, new me, whatever. Uh, last week, I went to the gym every weekday. Did I go on Sunday? 
Yeah, I don't know. I definitely went every weekday, sort of five days without any rest. I knew that I wasn't going to be able to go on Saturday, so I was using Saturday as my rest day. Um, I've gone back to doing a plan that I was doing a little while ago, uh, which is I alternate the days. So I do on, let's say it was Monday, was my first workout day. Monday, I work arms. Tuesday, chest. Wednesday, arms. Thursday, back. Friday, arms. Trying to build my arms back up um, and also keep working on the chest, keep the back in. I'm not doing legs. Um, there are two reasons for that. One, um, because I had a, a fairly substantial injury in the gym a little while ago um, because of uh, essentially not having the proper support. I don't want to do certain exercises until I get a belt for wearing in the gym. My other reason is that my legs work in such a, in a certain way that I can I, I can lift. I don't know if it's lift. I can you know do a lot of weight with my legs. Subsequently, my legs tend to get quite big from the amount of work and from the amount of weight. Um, so I just end up with these giant legs, uh, which I don't want at this point in time. Um, I'm still going on the treadmill every time I go to the gym. Admittedly, there's less of the running, more of the not running. But at this point in time, I'm working on the principle that it is steps and I'm doing it and I'm not not walking um it's kind of you know there's the the speed between walking and jogging it's kind of that speed um it's all working towards stuff uh, the running will come i just want to be getting back to certain things so at the moment i'm trying to focus on this plan uh, alternate each day with arms uh, to try and get that side of it uh, I'm trying to eat better, um, so reducing the carb intake, which has been going okay. Um, trying to eat a bit more protein to try and help with the recovery of stuff. Uh, I've had protein shakes and things like that, uh, just eat a bit more protein and stuff. Um, but yeah, um, going to go to the gym this evening, going to go in a bit. What time is it? Yep, going to go in a bit. Um, and it might be rest day tomorrow because I think I might have a podcast tomorrow. Uh, back to it on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and so on. So that is that. I'll keep you guys posted with the progress. Um, and yeah, that's the podcast for this week. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for sticking with me. Don't know if it was a bit rambly this week. Um, probably, probably because I'm tired. Um, I'll check you guys next week. So yeah, there we go. Bye. So there you go. What do you think to that? Another one done. Another week gone. Another one in the bag. YouTube watchers, make sure you YouTube subscribers like, share, and comment. Share it with your friends. Why not? 
Everybody jump over to thecookiecast.com, check us out over there, send us some love. So that's it for this week, and until next week, I'll say bye, and I'll see you then. Bye.